Hello, family, and welcome back to another episode of the Explore the Extraordinary podcast. My name is Betty Guadagno, and today I am joined by Long Wind. And we had this really kind of quick conversation on Instagram, and we talked about some stuff around the language that we use for how to explain the spiritual experience and how we both kind of use language that's technology-based. And so right away, I was like, why don't you come on the podcast and we can have a conversation about it? So I'm not going to waste any time. I'm going to toss it right over to you to share with our audience here at IONS about who you are, what you do, how you got here, and thanks so much for being of service to our community. Uh, thanks again for having me. So uh, a little bit about myself. I am currently a uh, lead software engineer, and uh, I got here from, uh, I got my CS degree, my computer science degree back in 2019, and uh, been working as a software engineer ever since. So it's been about, uh, what, going on five years now. Um, but before uh, I actually became a software engineer, I was already deep into uh, spiritual information. Um, I grew up in a household where it was pretty um, liberal in the sense of giving me the space to explore um, different spiritual literature. Uh, I wasn't forced into any particular religion. Uh, I've had some people in my family be Christian. My grandmother is actually a Muslim. So it was a lot of different uh, spiritual cultures that I was exposed to early on. And uh, as well as my father, he was deep into the Zodiac and he would always talk about it around me and it would go way over my head. I didn't understand anything. But as I, you know, just continue to live my life and get a grasp of what was going on around me, uh, things just began to make sense to me from a spiritual perspective. And I would always have a spiritual perspective first before looking at it in any other way. So with software engineering, it was uh, kind of night and day for me to begin to see what I was doing was a metaphor for how we go about our spiritual journey in terms of our consciousness. Consciousness is like a metaphor for like the internet. So through consciousness, we're able to receive all types of information. And that's how the internet is to us in the physical world. We're able to receive all types of information. And then the psyche that everyone has is like our operating system. So that's the environment where our programs are running and uh, where our belief systems are at. And so the belief systems would be like our programs or our applications. So with this brand that I created, Three Part Bean, it was direct, it's directed towards software engineers. And we say that everyone is a software engineer because everyone Inter interacts with consciousness, everyone has a uh, psyche and everyone has belief systems. And becoming a software engineer in a metaphorical aspect, it's giving you the power to program your own mind, program your psyche, install programs, 
delete programs that don't serve you, things of that nature. So three-part being was, it's really about power and giving uh, power to the people so they could begin to have accountability for what's going on in their psyche and have the awareness that they can they can upgrade or they can stay the same. You know, it's up to them. But for my brand, Three Part Being, we have different patterns. Like the shirt I'm wearing right now, this is a pattern. Um, this is the grace pattern. And so we have three patterns. We have the grace pattern. We have presence pattern and communication pattern. And all these three patterns came from uh, like mind, body, and soul. So the mind is presence, the body is communication, and the soul is grace. And so today I'm wearing the grace pattern because I'm feeling I'm feeling soulful today. And uh, these this is actually intended to be a technology, like this pattern itself, because that's really how uh, technology works. It works in terms of like uh, patterns, consistent patterns. Like if you have uh, an operating system, you have an application, there's a certain pattern that the program is coded in for it to work in that operating system. If you put it on another operating system, it should just work the same because it has the same pattern. And so these patterns that I've created are for the psyche to ingest and be able to move to that, to whatever, whatever, intention that that pattern holds is to move the awareness to that so this is about grace is to put you in a state of grace in your psyche so maybe you just got in a car accident and right before the car accident you couldn't pay your car note so it's like man what am i gonna do you know you now you got the grace pattern and you begin to move your mind into the awareness of grace, and you begin to open yourself up to ideas that you would never think of outside of the state of grace. So this is a, that's the power that I place within this brand and within every every design is, is to empower the person wearing the shirt to move to a state of grace, a state of presence, or a better state of communication so they could be able to articulate whatever's going on, whatever needs to be expressed in a way where it could be understood. So that's uh that's I already best. have a bunch of questions. So let's get into dialogue because I feel like yeah, we can definitely like work off of some of this. So thank you for sharing. And I'm really excited that you're exposing people to this different way of thought, you know, like for me, because of the generation that I'm born in, I'm sure. And for people in younger generations, I think that comparing consciousness to the internet could be a much easier way to understand it, where yeah. like maybe in the past, you know, different things work. I, after my spiritual experience, I remember a very clear download that said, you know, like consciousness is like, outer space or the ocean or the internet, this infinite vast thing that yeah. can never be fully understood or explored. 
And but just to give me that idea of vastness and think about how vast the internet is, it's gigantic, like there's no way to ever tap into every piece of the internet. So you talked about um, the psyche. And I'm curious if maybe you could talk a little bit about why each person's psyche is so different. What are the pieces that really make up the psyche? Well, uh, really from um, my perspective, I see it like people build their psyche based off their experience. So what you believe in is kind of like what you install. So if you have a Christian background and you grow up believing that Jesus is an external character that's going to come and do everything for you, it could give you a sense of um, it'll be hard for you to have accountability for your decisions because you believe that somebody else is going to be doing something that you actually are supposed to be doing. And that is a program that a lot of people nowadays are beginning to uninstall because of a lot of the information being put out on the internet. Okay. So just to keep going on that, which was one of my other questions is how do people go about uninstalling programs? Do you feel like there's specific programs that need to be deleted out of people's motherboards i think that's the wrong that's the wrong word but like yeah how do you go about uninstalling a program yeah i would say uh to go about it you just you have to have you can't just uninstall the program because then you'll just have nothing there and then you could slip into depression because you feel empty because you just had something that she's very connected to because it's, it's a very delicate process to uninstall a belief system that you've been processing and running on and operating on for so long. So to really uninstall a program that you know doesn't serve you, you have to know it doesn't serve you. So to know that, you have to install something else that is giving you somewhat of a cognitive dissonance. So let's say the example I use with uh, growing up in a Christian Christian environment and you believe that Jesus is coming to do something for you, you know, save your soul or however you're seeing it, but you're not putting that, uh, you're not giving yourself the privilege to be able to be like Jesus. Cause that's, that's, that's what I got out of reading the Bible and understanding Jesus and reading what Jesus actually said. It was it was parts where he would like there was a part where somebody came to Jesus and uh, they said, this man over here is sick. We need you to heal him. And then Jesus looked at the man and he said, uh, why you didn't heal him? He asked him why you didn't heal. him. And like that question right there told me that Jesus wanted people to have to, to, to understand that they have the same power that he holds. And so. This is um, this is something that people need to be aware of, and it needs to be real for them. So the 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 program that they want to uninstall, it just it becomes obsolete. It doesn't. It, it's like I'm gonna use um, 
trying to use AOL. Like nobody uses AOL anymore. You know, everybody has a Gmail. You know? So it's like it just it just doesn't make sense to keep using this because it it served its purpose. You know, it's got us to where we needed to be to get to wherever we need to go. But in terms of keeping it around and using it, like it's uh it's it's no point, you know. Okay, so uh, on this topic, just continuing on it, do you think that, okay, I got a couple of different questions. Let me start with this one. Why do you think that we're not born into the programs that we're meant to be in? Or do you think that we are meant to be born into false programming? Does, is what I'm saying making sense? Like, why, why can't we be born into awareness and have all of the right programs put in place? W what's your theory on that? Well, I think that uh, this is a story. You know, everybody's life is a story. And if you have the ending at the beginning, it doesn't make much of a story, you know? So coming into this world with amnesia, it's like, how fast can you wake up, you know? And me personally, I I woke up pretty early on in my life because of what I was engaged in. I was a I was an artist growing up, and uh, I was deep into art. Like back in elementary school, so I used to draw, and I used to draw people, and it would give me an opportunity to just focus and be present with my own mind, with my own thoughts, and I created an internal heaven early on in my life so I was pretty deep you know and I was able to see things and visualize things that a lot of people a lot of my peers weren't privy to you know I would say jokes that would go over there you know and it's just like I think uh I I thought that I was at a certain level but even with me being young and feeling like I awakened early in a lot of my I still had things to go through to gain spiritual maturity. And that's the thing that uh, is empowering to the human because throughout the spiritual journey, you learn that you're not just this physical body. And understanding that you're much more than that you have to empower the other dimensions of yourself by being aware of it. And uh, it's, it's, it's part of the process. I feel this is evolution. Like if you look at, you know, nature, caterpillars don't end their life as a caterpillar. They end their life either as a butterfly or on the way to becoming a butterfly. Everybody doesn't make it. You know, all the caterpillars don't make it out the cocoon, but it's a process that every caterpillar has to go through It's because it's their natural evolution. And so that's really what it is. Uh, I feel like it's our natural evolution to uh, level up spiritually, to awaken and become aware of the other dimensions of ourselves. Yeah, that's really beautiful. Can you talk a little bit about what it was like to... 
uh, like be young and start to come into this level of consciousness or this level of awareness? Uh, what was it like for you? Did you find mentors that helped you? What kind of information assisted you on this path? Well, uh, a lot of my mentors, in a sense, would be people on YouTube talking about spiritual stuff. <laughs> like, uh, I'm not sure if you know Emmett. Yeah, Bob Emmett, that's one. Uh, There's a lot of other people that talk physical information like now that i'm older i listen to a lot of michael Merdad and uh caroline miss like they talk about a lot of powerful powerful information that that is needed to be known especially in today's age so i definitely leverage youtube university for a lot of those resources and reading books also has been a great great asset to me uh, carl jung um Alan Watt, people. So it's resources out there, you know. And and honestly, um, you know, when they say uh, when the student is ready, the teacher, what is it? The teacher will show themselves or something like that. I feel like uh, I was ready early on, so a lot of information came to me that people would have just passed up because you know they weren't ready for it. But I was, I was ready. Because I was only ready because I was confused. And I wanted to know. Like I said, my dad, he used to talk about the Zodiac all the time. And I just, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. But then I began to get it as I I learned more. And uh, now I have my own way. I feel like I see it differently from he sees it, from how he sees it. And I think that's important because it gives me... uh, room to contribute to the conversation you know wow yeah i really love that and yeah of course we're all experiencing this through different perspectives and and we're able to you know come together with different pieces of the puzzle but we're all kind of getting to the same yeah the same puzzle will be made you know exactly so i'm i'm curious within your program and maybe just theorizing in general do you think that there's certain base programs that people uh, need to have in order to come into the spiritual journey to become those butterflies, or at least to get into the cocoon. What do you think some of the base programming is? Well, uh, that's kind of the purpose of the brand is to help people kind of get a foundation on their spiritual journey. And uh, I would say like the first, the first pattern we have communication uh, that's, that's key. And, the communication is actually related to the body because we communicate, you know, verbally and non-verbally. So it's it's how we communicate and internally. We become more aware of that and understand uh, what's really going on there. Sometimes we're communicating things that we don't really mean, and it's it's jeopardizing our health. You know. It's holding us back. Maybe maybe you have thoughts like, I'll never be good enough. You know, why are you saying that to yourself? Why are you, why are you running that program? Like, that should be obsolete. You know, once you begin to observe that, you could begin to move in a way where you can make that program obsolete by actually believing in yourself, empowering yourself, saying things to you that actually nourish you instead of 
you know, uh, degrade you. So stuff like I that. I also think that, you know, in a way, the program of low self-worth is exactly that. It's a program. And it can be easily uninstalled, but as humans, I'll just talk about myself. I love to overcomplicate things. So mm -hmm. I would rather, you know, like I, I saw in my own spiritual journey, I would rather stay stuck in a belief system that doesn't work almost to prove, I kept trying to prove that like my way would work and I stayed yeah. stuck in it for a really long time. And I love that you've created a system where you don't have to stay stuck in an old belief system. You can start to work on yourself using the, the system that you've created and you can actually begin to let go of those thought systems. Yeah. Yeah. That's really beautiful. Okay. So let's see another thing that came up while you were talking. Well, okay. So I'm curious, you said that you were kind of installed with this Christian belief system. So do you subscribe to a specific pre-made belief system now, or have you kind of created your own? Uh, I don't think that, uh, I mean, people could say they created their own belief system, but I really think it's just like subscribing because a lot of this stuff isn't new, you know? A lot of this stuff is ancient. <laughs> and uh, we write these books today pulling from ancient sources. And uh, honestly, I, I I just, I really, I wasn't, I, I didn't grow up in a Christian household. I just had family members that were Christian. And I'll tell you, my grandmother was Muslim. So it was a lot of different, a lot of different ways. And uh, Wait, what was the question? Let me make sure I, I, I hit it on the do head. You, do you subscribe to a specific belief okay, system okay, now? Yeah. yeah, so um, for me, uh, I can technically, I, I technically, I can say that I do. Um, so I lean more towards psychological spirituality. So in, in a more of a mystical perspective, I see like the metaphor and everything that I'm doing. You know, if I hit my elbow, and I hit my funny bone. I'm like, oh, that's the <laughs> you know. What I'm it's, a, it's just like I, 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 stuff like that. If I hit my head on accident, it's like, oh, okay, I need to pay attention. You know, it's like this is a living co-creation, and uh, I know that life is like a dream. So I'm always trying to see the deeper, the deeper underlying meaning to whatever, whatever I'm experiencing in the physical. So. Yeah, I love that. I often do that too. When something happens in the waking dream, I always mm -hmm. Google the 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 spiritual significance of the event in a dream because I recognize that I am inside of a dream. And so yeah. everything that happens to me inside the dream, I'm going to look up dream interpretation of it instead of trying to find the logical, rational explanation, because that has never served me. And yeah. I know that there's a deeper meaning in everything. I love that you said, like, if I hit my head, uh, I know that I have to pay attention. I just hit my mouth, like right before this. And I heard a message as soon as I did it. And it was uh -huh. like, watch what you put inside your mouth. And I was like, okay, like, lesson yeah. learned. I I hear you. Yeah, it's 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 interesting when the universe or however you see, you know, God, however, it, it's interesting when something beyond the, the physical speaks to you. 
That's a very, very interesting experience. Yeah. So I really love this whole concept that you've developed. And I, like I said, I love the language and, you know, I really resonate with it so much. Um, I, I really do. And I'm curious, how can this translate maybe to an older generation who doesn't know that much about this language, about programs or installing or computers or the internet? How do you, have you figured out a way to kind of bridge that gap? Um, for the older generations, I feel that uh, that's what the patterns are here for, because uh, just looking at a design like this, it's not saying um, everything that I'm saying. You know, it's everything that I'm saying in a symbol, you know. So it's like looking at a street sign, you know, everything that the state laws are saying about how to operate a vehicle is everything that they're saying in a symbol, you know, stop or you can kill somebody. They don't say that on the sign. They just say stop, you know, but we know to stop at a stop sign. And so I want these shirts and these patterns to be symbols for people to be able to move accordingly. Like this is like grace, you know, become aware of the grace that you are uh that that is available to you you know and wow uh, yeah i love that and i and i think that 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 is a great way to bridge things as well so i've really enjoyed this conversation i knew that i would <laughs> and i'm glad that it's recorded because we could have had this conversation without recording and it still would have been just as awesome i just yeah. want to see if there's anything else that you'd like to share to feel more complete about our time together today. And uh, and we'll have all of your information in the liner notes of the video as well. But is there anything else that you'd like to share? The last thing that I would like to share is um, why am I doing this now? Okay, so everyone has been seeing the things about AI and all of this stuff going on with AI and singularity. Like, it's... It's like a joke. It's like a big joke because we're, as humanity, we're really collectively experiencing a spiritual awakening. And they got the hype and the focus on artificial intelligence reaching singularity. When singularity is really meaning awakening, oneness. And that's really a metaphor for what we're experiencing, but they got our attention on something external to our spiritual experience. And so I'm trying to redirect the focus back to us and letting people know that we're the ones that are supposed to really be experiencing the singularity and and, and the awakening. And uh, these patterns were crafted and created to, to assist us in that process. So... We can have engineers that actually build things to to serve a sovereign humanity instead of continuing to build technology that uh, restricts us, limits us, and helps us lose consciousness. So that's how that I'm putting in this brand, and I'm gonna keep pushing it. And that's the that's the. The, the gist of everything I, I got to say. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like based off that last sentence, I could talk for 45 more minutes, but I've, I've often said that 
everything that goes on in the external world, it world is a distraction for my soul and its mission. My soul is here to accomplish certain things. But if I focus on what's going on outside, like if I watch the news or like I like you just said, like get distracted by all the information about AI or aliens yeah. or like whatever they're feeding us in this moment then my soul can't accomplish what it came here to do. And that's to awaken, share light, spread joy, and, you know, like really be focused in connection with other people, like what we're doing yeah. right now. So beautiful. It's so powerful. And I love that you've created a conscious way to contribute to the evolution of consciousness. So thank you so much for your service. Thank mm -hmm. you for being here and chatting with me today. And all right, we'll see you next time. All right. Thanks. Be wavy.